אכן אם מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנים אחר הקדושים אשר בארץ הם אביך אל רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובל מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגה נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותם תגנם ובישול אמן סוף בעזרת השם We're going to start section 5 of Torah 22 and um, we're going to stop at Otet um, Each and every person needs to have mercy upon the flesh of his body. Has, needs to have compassion upon the flesh of his body. To illuminate to the flesh of the body any single illumination or and from any insight that the Nishama receives or perceives. You have to illuminate this to the flesh. Not that just the Neshama receives it, but the flesh also. That the body too receives from this perception. And from your flesh, don't hide. I mean, don't hide this Torah from your flesh. This, this, um, this perception from your flesh. From your flesh specifically. That you shouldn't conceal your eyes or hide your eyes from showing compassion to your body, your flesh. Meaning the flesh of your body. Because one needs to have compassion very much on his body. To see, to purify it very much. In order that you're able to make known to the flesh of the body of all the illuminations and all the perceptions that the Neshama perceives. Because the Neshama, the soul of a person, It's constantly seeing and attaining awesome and supernal things. But the body doesn't see them. It doesn't know of these things. This is why a person needs to have very much compassion on his flesh of his body. That you should see to purify the body. Until that you're able, that, until the Nishama is able to make known to the flesh of the body all that it sees And all the perceptions it attains constantly. And when the body is in this sort of state or aspect, it's a great good, it's a great benefit to the soul. Because sometimes the soul falls from its level. But when the body is illuminated and it's clear, the neshama is able to illuminate To, to lift itself up, to return to its level through the body. Meaning through the pleasures of the body, you're able to remember, to remind, and to ascend, to the, uh, you're able to remember and, and to ascend the, uh, its pleasures. Um, what does that mean? Because by the fact that the goof, the body, is also holy and it's pure, it's upright and it's good, it's not trapped in the pleasures of this world. And this is why the Nishama is able to return through the Tanuge Agoof, through the pleasures of the body, upstairs, back up to where it is, the Tanugim Shela, to its pleasures, meaning. Now that the, the goof is in a, in a different type of tanuk, it's in a different type of pleasure, not the pleasures of this world. Um, it's in a pleasure of Ktusha. So, so too, just like the goof is in, in, a, in a holy pleasure, then it reminds 
the nishama of the pleasure it once received, and then that nishama is able to go back to its sort of pleasures, which is the simcha that it has of um, of being in its proper place, not falling, God forbid. And the same is true of the impressions that are done that are made in the body, that exist within the body. Through the illuminations that the nishama gave it from before. It's able, if the body, God forbid, falls, it's able to ascend and to remind itself to return to its level. And this is what it says, From my flesh I will behold unto God. What does that mean? Specifically from my flesh I hold on to Hashem. Meaning through the flesh of the body, you're able to hold on to, to God. What is that? The, the perceptions of godliness, meaning that, the, that a man with his body, he is able to see and to behold uh, the perception, supernal perceptions, upper perceptions, meaning Hashem. That the Neshama is constantly um, perceiving and attaining. But when the body, God forbid, has brazenness, from the aspect of the that dogs are brazen sold, that they are brazen. Meaning, if your brazenness comes from the aspect of the dog, which is evil, that the neshama is not able to support herself and to bring herself close to the body to make known to her, the, to make known to the flesh of the body of the neshama's perceptions. Because it would be, God forbid, it's able that it's going to be it's possible that it will fall and be trapped within the strength and the, the boldness of the body. For the fact that the body is strong and forceful within the lusts of this world. And for this you need holy boldness. Which is what the voices that we talked about above. That through these voices, whether it's the voice of song, the voice of the shofar, sound of the shofar, sound of a scream. This is how you break the azut of the body, the the bad brazenness of the body. And we, Rabenu mentions over there the aspect of a sigh, which is also a voice. Because the sigh, as said in the Gemara breaks the body of a person. When a person breaks the boldness and the strength of the, the bad strength of the body, now the Neshama is able to approach the body because it's not, it's not going to fall into trap there. And this is what it says in Tehidim. From the sound of my sigh, my bones cling to my flesh. What does it mean, atmi, my bones? This is the reference to the neshama. It's not atmi, it's not the bones, it's the, the essence of a man. What's the essence of a man? It's the soul. Because the true essence of a person, like for example, when a person says by, when a person says for example, me, I, ani, me, he's referencing not the body, he's referencing his soul. When you're saying, I like to go to the park, it's, it's I, meaning my soul, likes to do that. Meaning the soul is the essence of who you are. Which is the essence of that thing which is fulfilled forever. It's the soul that lasts forever. And but because of the, the tavot of the body, the nishama, it, which is the essence of a person, it's far from the flesh of the person's body. 
but through the sigh, which is the, the call of holy azut, the voice of the sound of a holy brazenness, a holy goodness, holy boldness, then the soul is able to approach the body, the essence of the person, which is um, the soul is able to approach the person, the flesh. The, the, the soul is able to approach the body. This is what we said in the verse. From the sound of my sigh, my bones cling to my, my flesh, as we were talking about. This, that's what it means. That the neshama is able to approach the body and to illuminate it with the perceptions that it receives. And the aspect of the shofar blasts, this represents from the sound of my sighs. That's what it means in the verse. When it sounds my size, this is the shofar blast. This breaks the body of a person. It says, Shall a person blow a shofar in the city and the, per- and the people shall- sh- won't be afraid? It's a rhetorical question, meaning, of course when you blow the shofar in the city, the people are going to be afraid. And through this, this sound of the shofar, it breaks the ta'avot of the body. Now a person's able to come to these shepherds that we talked about in the in the previous section. In the previous class yesterday, this is what it says. Um, these are the three types of blowing. The three types of blowing of the shofar. Um, tekiyah are the voices, the sounds, the sound of brazenness. Shvarim. What is the shvarim? Shaladam lishbar azut aguf kanal. Shvarim comes from the word lishbor to break, lishaber to break, meaning through the the sound of the shofar, the tekiyah, which is the sounds of the shofar, the sound of brazenness. One is able to break the body, the azut of the body, the bad brazenness of the body. Teruah, what does it says? Teruah, the blast. Bechinat vatatir et ami hanal, and you shall lead my nation. You shall shepherd my nation. Teruah comes from the word tiret, a shepherd. Meaning, from what we just said, when a person uses the sound of the shofar or the sound of a sigh or that sound that we're talking about which represents oz, whether it's a song, etc., etc., it breaks the brazenness of the body and then once you break the brazenness of the body, you're able to come to that shepherd. These are the holy shepherds. It's only possible to approach these holy shepherds by means of holy Boldness, which represents the sounds of holiness. These, this is the voice of the shofar, the sound of the shofar um, that we talked about above. And this is what it says in Sefer Bereshit. And he circumcised the flesh of their foreskin on that very day. Be'etzem specifically. And it says also about Abraham, on that, that very day, Abraham was circumcised. Hayom on that very day, on that day. This represents the sound of the shofar, whose mitzvah, the sound of the shofar's mitzvah, is not at night, it's during the day. It says, Hashem will answer you on the day of trouble. On the day, not at night. Um, that through the sound of the shofar one is able to circumcise and to break the foreskin of the flesh and to receive the light of the etzem the essence which is what the neshama now the body is able to be illuminated by the neshama through the fact that we break the tavot of our body through the sound of brazenness which comes through the shofar and the same is true encompassing 
All people, they have the aspect of etzim and basah, the soul and the flesh. Meaning the true chacham, the true tzaddik, true wise person. He represents the soul to the entire nation. Because the nation is below him. He represents the soul. And the nation corresponding to this person, this chacham, he represents, my bad, the nation represents the flesh. And when they are in the aspect of flesh, meaning when the nation is in the aspect of flesh, like the flesh of a body in the essence of a man, they listen to the sound of this sighing. They listen to the sound of what is chacham, and they break their body. It says in the Gemara that the sigh breaks a person's body, and through this you're able to come close to them. This chacham, because they are the aspect of basar, as we said above earlier, from the sound of my sigh, my bones cling to my flesh. Meaning, from the sound of my sigh, meaning the sigh of the tzaddik or the chacham, all the bones are able to cling. The bones, meaning the, the neshama of the chacham, is able to cling to the, the besari, which is the people. But whenever the, the nation is not in the aspect of Basar, they cannot listen to this sound of sighing at all that we just talked about. And even if they were to hear his voice, they don't hear the voice itself. They only hear the echo. Not the voice itself, but the echo. Now Rabban is going to explain the phenomenon of echoes. And what's an echo? This is an echo. Da, no. Whenever the holy voice is aroused, whenever it uh, comes into power, then what happens whenever the holy voice is aroused? Then from that holy voice comes an accusation for the, the sound of the Yetzirah to arise. Because through the sins, one creates destroying angels, and they scream, Give us sustenance, give us life. The destroying angels want sustenance. And whenever this holy voice is not able to overcome this evil voice, God forbid, they rest as uh, when they're not able to overcome and to overpower the holy voice, meaning when the sounds of the Yetzirah, the voices which come from the Yetzirah, are not able to overcome the voice of holiness. They rest, they wait. But the, immediately, the moment, sorry, I, I turned this wrong again. Meaning when the holy voice is not aroused yet, it's still resting. The other voices, the voices from the other evil side, they also rest. Whenever the holy voice is aroused, those voices that we just talked about, the shofar, the sighing, the, um, the song, then immediately the sounds which come from evil are aroused as well. And they immediately begin to accuse and to scream against the holy voices. This is the sound of an echo. Which comes from the voice of holiness, meaning it's the reflection of the voice of holiness, which is the kol the sound of the echo, which comes from where? The sitracha. And this is what it says in Yirmiya. 
even though our transgressions bear witness against us. And Anya el alashon tzaka. What's Anya? Um, bearing witness is not Anya. Meaning, en Anya, when it's a reference to bearing witness, it's a reference to lashon tzaka. It's a language of screaming. Meaning, don't read it Anya. Read it tzaka. Meaning the sins are screaming to us. Within us literally. Through the fact that this holy voice has been aroused. And, um, and um, just as they said by the woman of Tzachfat. Uh, as it's brought in Malachim. You've come to me to recall my sin. Meaning as long as Eliyahu was not there. Was not present, and the holiness wasn't strong. Her sins were resting. But when Eliyahu's holiness began to arouse and began to become strong, they would remind and arouse her sins to scream and to accuse Aleha against her. And this is what it says. Even though our transgressions bear witness against us. That our sins are screaming within us. Even when we scream a holy sound. We are not able to hear the holy sound itself. That through that holy sound we are able to break the brazenness of the body. No. All we hear is the sound of the echo. Which is the sound of our sins which are aroused against the voice of holiness meaning these are the these, these are the sounds of the 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 destroying angels which are created through our sins that scream havlan mezona havlan give us bread give us life these are the sounds we hear they scream within us hashem hashem do it for the sake of your name that you yourself you shall do for your sake of your name. Have compassion on us. Literally just for your sake alone. Not because of us. Because we are full of sin. Full of sin. We're asking Hashem that Hashem has mercy on us because of His greatness. And when we're not in the aspect of basar, flesh to this wise person. In comparison to this wise person. Who represents this soul. Then we're not able to listen to the voice itself. Only the sound of the echo. Only the sound of the sins which are aroused from that holy voice. And this is what it says in Gemara Rosh Hashanah. One who blows or sounds a shofar in a pit. Bechinot, and now Rabbeinu goes on to bring a pasuk to connect this Gemara. Bechinot, Shatani bevot achtiot, it says, you place me in the pit of ta- the, the lowest pit, bevot achtiot, the, the deep pit. The Gemara continues. So what does the Bog represent? The Bog represents the person who is in a very low level, who is in a low madrega. And the Gemara continues, the one who sounds the shofar, and he sighs, and he, and he trumpets, and he about the past, those who are standing outside, they represent those who are not the aspect of Basar. Those people who stand outside the pit are not the aspect of Basar. If he's, um, 
if he heard the voice of the shofar, the Gemara says, he fulfilled his obligation to listen to the shofar. Meaning, what's yatsat? He's fulfilled. Yatsat comes from the word latzet to go out. He's able to go out from his evil. Meaning, if he's in the aspect of basar, if he listens to the voice of the shofar itself, because you can only listen to the sound of the shofar, the sound of the holy voice, if you're in the aspect of basar to the chacham. Meaning, you listen to the direct voice, the direct sound, the first time sound. And you're yatsa. You're able to leave the tavot of your body. But if you heard the sound of the echo, Lord Yatsa, you did not fulfill your obligation. Cannot that which we sing above. Meaning, you're getting your, your sound from the voice of those sins. Nimtza, we find. Ben kol adam be'atmo eno shomea. Im eno bifrinat basach. If one is not in the category of flesh, he doesn't hear the sound of his own sigh. That the body is so far from the essence, which is the soul. For the fact that now it's no longer basah, it's no longer flesh. Then it can no longer hear the sound of his sigh. And the same is true of the sigh of the wise man. If he's not in the aspect of basah to the um, and the same is true of the side of the wise man. If the person is not in the aspect of the flesh to this wise person, he cannot hear his voice. All you hear is the sound of the echo. Now Rabbeinu explains how do we get to the aspect of basah? How do we become basah? So that we can hear the direct voice of the sound of the shofar, the voice of the tzaddik. To come to this aspect of flesh is through service, shimush. Through serving the chacham, the wise person. Then you're made flesh to this wise person. And the same is true, one who serves the body, when the body serves the soul, and doing the mitzvot, the act, the action of all, Commandments, for example, giving tzedakah when you use your body to walk to, or to use your hand to extend to give tzedakah, for example, or to walk to Bet Knesset. That's another example. Using your body to serve the soul. Then the body becomes an aspect of basar to the soul. And when the the flesh um, is in this aspect of basar, then what it says. A messenger of good tidings I will send. Of good news I will send. I will send a messenger of good news. What is from, from the flesh of animal, of the circumcised one. Nishlam Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is complete. How is Yerushalayim complete? To the flesh of one who is circumcised. What's Yerushalayim? It's called the faithful city. Meaning one who merits to come to faith, which is the all-encompassing aspect of holiness. What is holiness? It means to have emunah. Which one receives? How can one receive emunah? Only through the tzaddikim of the generation. The true tzaddikim of the generation. Not the mufu not the famous false leaders. How is it possible to come close to these true tzaddikim? Only through holy arrogance, holy boldness, which represents all the voices of holiness. Through this one breaks the brazenness of the evil side, which represents the brazenness of the body, 
all the ta'avot that we are in. And we merit to come close and to attach ourselves to them. Meaning to these tzaddikim. Then we merit holy faith and complete faith. Which represents Yerushalayim, the faithful city, as we just mentioned. Hashem, that's uh, where we stop for today. And we're going to continue at Otet next time.